Chapter 1. Permaculture. A Brief History. Permaculture can be thought of both as a concept and as a copyrighted term or perhaps a trademark. The concept is certainly not new. In pre-Columbian times, much of both North and South America was in carefully managed forest agriculture communities with virtually all aspects of life designed to foster a sustainable lifestyle. Until the growth of feudalism, parts of Europe practiced sustainable lifestyles. Similar practices existed in Sri Lanka and Tanzania. By the 19th century, many American philosophers and religious teachers were advocating sustainable lifestyles. In the desert regions of the Middle East and Africa, houses have long been built to utilize solar energy to power ventilation for cooling and store heat for nighttime heating. In 1929, Joseph Russell Smith used the term permanent agriculture in the subtitle of his book, Tree Crops, A Permanent Agriculture. By the early 1970s, Bill Mollison and his student David Holmgren began publishing books and chapters on what they called permaculture. At this time, Mollison claimed copyright on the term. Eventually, it was realized that the term could not legally be copyrighted, Attempts to trademark or service mark the term have also failed. This development allows more people to use the term. Although this can benefit by allowing wider input into the movement, it also makes it possible for right-wing opponents of ecological interest to use the term for concepts designed to profit from destroying the environment. The influence of Holmgren on the work of Mollison is important because of his interest in design, particularly landscape design. In the early 1970s, the two of them collaborated to develop an interdisciplinary earth science. At this time, Holmgren was studying environmental design at Tasmania's Environmental Design School, and Mollison was teaching environmental philosophy. Tasmania is a place where the modern world and nature collide. The intellectual ferment of the 1970s produced environmental movements all over the world at that time, and the movement born in Tasmania flourished to produce permaculture. Permaculture made its international appearance in 1976 through an article in Tasmania's Organic Farmer and Gardener newsletter in an article by Mollison and Holmgren titled A Permaculture System for Southern Australian Conditions. Max Lindager read the chapter and started the second permaculture group at his home in Queensland in 1976 and went on to found the first permaculture eco-village, Crystal Waters. Max described this as an electrifying time. The first book on the subject, Permaculture One, A Perennial Agriculture for Human Settlements, co-authored by Mollison and Holmgren, was published in 1978. The first permaculture magazine also appeared that year. It was simply titled Permaculture. This was a time that was ripe for virtually any ecological movement. The time of cheap energy derived from fossil fuels was beginning to end, and concerns about the greenhouse effect were beginning to be expressed by intelligent people. Concerns about the wholesale use of toxic chemicals had been around for some time and continued to grow. In 1987, the publication of the Permaculture magazine was handed over to Robin Franks and was moved to Sydney. It became known as the Permaculture International Journal. 
1986, the second International Conference on Permaculture was held in Washington State in the United States, proof that the movement had become international. The movement had taken hold in many countries by the turn of the century. Although it has become influential in many countries, one of the most interesting places it has become influential is Ireland, a country that understands all too well the foolishness of monoculture of non-native crops. It is interesting to note that the Irish group emphasizes that Ireland once had many forest-based farms and villages. Much of the agricultural model for permaculture is based on the forest gardening concept. The permaculture movement continues to be strong in America. As long as it is willing to grow in its intellectual model and does not fall into the trap of being dogmatic, about any one interpretation of the basic concept, it will continue to be influential.